We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guy, Cody, here, back for another episode, guys. And guys, we are less than two weeks away from the start of the regular season for the Indianapolis Colts. We are now single digits away from the Colts playing down in Houston. And so with that, guys, I kind of wanted to make a list, in my opinion, Five Indianapolis Colts who are the most intriguing going into this 2022 season. Now, if you're like, what does that mean exactly? Kind of how I'm defining intriguing is I'm looking at guys who I think are going to have some contributions. They're going to play some contributions in this team's success this year. What kind of contributions? I'm not quite sure at this current point in time. There are different factors, I think, as well that play into this, but Nonetheless, guys, I picked five guys. There's probably a few more I could have added as well. But for me, these are the top five Indianapolis Colts who are the most intriguing for me going into this 2022 season. So with that being said, I thought we should start with a guy that I feel like I've said this the last couple off seasons. If he can stay healthy, Paris Campbell and his potential are sky high, guys. Sky high. Paris Campbell We've seen it. We've seen the flashes, right? Um, I know you've heard this a lot this offseason, so I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but I had to put him on this list because if he is healthy, guys, he is a weapon in that offense, and and the offense honestly changes when Paris Campbell is in there, and his goal, as it should be, is to play all 17 games. So with that being said, Paris Campbell is the first guy that makes the list. The combination of his size and his speed, they're a rare combination in this league, and I think he offers a lot vertically that maybe some of your other receivers don't. He's kind of a different receiver type you know, than Michael Pittman, than Alec Pierce, even, even Ashton Doolin. You know, he's a lot bigger than Ashton Doolin. So all that to say, guys, he is my first intriguing guy. These are in no particular order either. I just wanted to start with the offense, work my way down all the way to the defense. So... I talked about Alec Pierce. I want to put him on here as well because, you know, I know he's going to contribute for this team. The question for me is, what's his role going to be this year, right? Is he going to be the number two wide receiver alongside of Michael Pittman? Or is he going to be maybe you know, wide receiver three if Campbell can stay healthy? I do think he's going to contribute. I kind of have him penciled in for five to 600 yards, a couple touchdowns. 
I think that's probably pretty fair to predict for him, especially with the way this offense runs and all the guys that are going to be getting, you know, looks in this offense. Uh, but I think he's just interesting for the fact that, you know, obviously he's a rookie, he's raw, he's has some things he has to work with, but we've seen kind of a, a meteoric rise in Alec Pierce from the start of camp to now to where he is now. And Reggie Wayne, Frank Wright, Chris Ballard, they've all talked about how Alec Pierce has grown, right? And so I'm really intrigued with just the raw athletic ability that he has, the size, the speed, uh, the route running, all those things that Alec Pierce can provide for this offense. You know, can he be a legitimate number two option for the Colts moving forward? Could it be as early as this year? You know, could he provide kind of that Robin to the Michael Pittman's Batman? You know, can he do that? I think he can. I think the talent is certainly there. I think he's going to be a really good wide receiver in this league. But the question for me right away is, can he do it right away? Um, and that's why he's so intriguing here early on, because we just don't know kind of what the outlook is on Alec Pierce's rookie season, right? I feel like he could have, you know, a good amount of yards this year and he could lead the Colts, you know, be one of the top receivers or maybe not. You know, maybe he's going to take a little bit of time as a rookie. So that's why I kind of have him, guys, as an intriguing option because he offers a lot of upside. We just don't know what the immediate return will be for the Colts this season. So those are my first two guys, two wide receivers, and I think both these guys uh, are going to contribute to the Colts passing offense, either being really, really good or maybe struggling a little bit this year. Um, if they can both, you know, I think they both have the talent to do it. So if they can put it together, stay healthy, and continue to get better working with Reggie Wayne, I think this offense is going to go really well with Matt Ryan at the helm. All right. Uh, speaking of some other intriguing rookies, wanted to talk about Jelani Woods because, guys, we've talked about, you know, out of all these rookies, all these rookie pass catchers, Jelani Woods' name has been probably the one that hasn't been talked about a whole lot, right? And, you know, when he did initially get drafted, we were raving about him, right? He's got the size, he's got the speed, he's got the athletic ability. You know, he ranked a 10 out of 10 in raw athletic score, and we were just like, oh my goodness. And then when camp hit, didn't really hear a, a whole lot from him, right? You actually heard a lot more uh, by, from, you know, later round pick Andrew Ogletree. He actually started doing a little bit more and he started making some of those catches and the hype started building around him before the injury and that left Jelani Woods and there and people are just like what in the world happened we haven't heard a lot from him but I just think you can't ignore guys you know just the size and the, the, the athletic stuff right you just cannot ignore that because that is such a tantalizing weapon in the red zone I feel like the Colts have to use him even now more so he's going to be that number three tight end the question is, how much will he get used this year? Uh, I'm not quite sure on that, you know, because Kylan Granson is also probably going to get a good amount of targets this year, along with Mo Ali Cox, who's the number one tight end. So where does that fit in for Jelani Woods this year? I'm just intrigued to see, do the Colts get him involved much or do they not? You know, and if so, what's kind of his role carved out this year? And can he get better as the season progresses on and maybe carve out a little bit more of a role for himself? Uh, I just can't ignore... The, just the the potential there, right? He's just kind of like a, a mold of clay right now. And, you know, the Colts are trying to mold him into what they ideally want. And he's got everything you're looking for. He could be a very dominant tight end in this league. But again, he's still raw. He's only had one full year of football experience at the tight end position. So he's going to have to grow into that, you know, and he's taken a leap up from college to the pros now. So it's going to take him a little bit of time. The Colts obviously believe he can put it all together here eventually. The question is here, his first year, I don't know how much he's going to be involved in this offense here in year one, but if he is, I'm just intrigued to see what his role looks like. So 
Those are my three guys I want to talk about on offense. What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick moment to talk with you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotions from sport books to get the best deal possible. Odds Trader allows you to make bets on almost every major sport. Some of the cool features that I enjoy about Odds Trader is the handicapping options they provide. You get live play by play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking on everything that you're doing on the app. Player statistics, key game statistics. You even get projected game day weather reports as well. And the, another great thing about Odds Trader is you get Bet Tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities while you're on the site. I mean, how cool is that? If this is something that sounds like and intrigues you, make sure to go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. I have two other guys, both on the defensive side of the ball. First guy we've talked about a whole lot, that's Dio Adengbo. Uh, he was a second-round pick last year in the 2020 draft. And a lot of people said, you know, if, if Dio Adengbo didn't tear his Achilles in college in the last game, he would have been a first-round pick, right? One of the longest defensive linemen taken in the last 10 years. Uh, you know, just athletically a freak. Just kind of like these other guys. Athletically a freak, but even more so on the defensive line, where, guys, he is longer than DeForest Buckner, who has some pretty long arms himself. He's got all the tools, right? And we saw in the preseason, he had moments where he was dominating guys, right? He's still figuring it out. This is his first full offseason because he didn't really have an offseason last year, his rookie year. This is kind of his first official like rookie season, I would say. Even though he did play a little bit down the stretch, he still it was kind of like learning on the fly a little bit. So the sky, the, the, the sky is the limit for a guy like Dio Adangbo. I am really intrigued to see what his role in is, is in on this defense. He's not, probably not going to be a starter because you, you kind of feel like you have your four quote-unquote starters, but I do think he's going to play a good amount. What's his role going to be, though? Is he going to be more maybe that backup three-tech? Is he going to play more defensive end? We'll see how the Colts kind of carve this out. We'll see what Gus Bradley and Nate Ollie kind of think about this and kind of want to put him in situations. But nonetheless, the intrigue is huge for Dio Adangbo. No pun intended. He is a massive human being. Uh, but he is the other guy on my list, the first defensive player. And then the last guy I want to talk about here, I think we all know, right? The hype has been building ever since he got drafted, ever since Kari Willis retired, Nick freaking Cross. He is a freak back there in the secondary. He has shown so much ability already in camp. You know, he picked off Matt Ryan on one of the first plays of training camp, and he has never looked back. You know what? Honestly, guys, it gave me Darius Leonard vibes. If you remember Darius Leonard, or I guess Shaquille Leonard now, uh, you know, his first, like one of the first plays in his rookie season of training camp, he picked off Andrew Luck, right? That just gave me similar vibes. And so he's just one of those guys, you know, I don't know, maybe he will be as good as Shaquille Leonard. I certainly hope so, but definitely excited for him. And I'm just intrigued to see, all right, you know, when the pads come on and when he's actually playing Houston week one, how does he look? How does he look when the pressure's on him? Because I do think he's going to be the starter of strong safety, at least to begin. What's it going to look like? Because he is a rookie. He's still got things he's got to learn. But can Nick Cross potentially be a defensive rookie of the year candidate? I don't know, guys. I don't know. I am so intrigued about what his role is going to be this year. 
And I'm really looking forward to seeing how he's just going to grow throughout the year and kind of the combination of him and Julian Blackman. I think it's going to be a really good combination. Two guys that are around the ball a lot. Two guys that are playmakers back there. I think it's honestly, guys, the most potential this Colts safety room has had in a long time. I would venture to say, and maybe this is a bold claim, since Sanders and Bethay, I would honestly say, you know, obviously those guys were all pro, pro, pro bowl players, right? You know, you can't match that right now. These guys are, you know, third year and first year players. So it's way too premature to say they're going to be that. But just from the potential standpoint, I feel like this is the most potential this Colts safety room has had in a long, long time. So, all right, guys, that'll do it for kind of my look at five of the most intriguing Indianapolis Colts ahead of the 2022 season. Like I said, the Colts are heading down to Houston a week from Sunday to play the Texans and hopefully get some of the monkeys off their back, if you will, in terms of winning week one games. What a better opponent to do it. And hopefully all these guys that I talked about contribute in positive ways for the team in week number one. Let me know, guys, your thoughts in the comments below. Do you agree with some of these guys? Are there other guys? Because I'm sure there are some other guys as well that I could probably talk about that are intriguing to you. So let me know those things in the comments below. But guys, that'll do it for this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all your support, everything that we do. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.